0: So, us here we are once again, and we're going to be going down that security rabbit hole one more time. You think you're ready to see where this adventure is going to take us this week? Well, I'm a little scared. Security can be a daunting field, Albert but I know you're going to help me out. Yeah, I've been posting a lot lately about studying for my Security Plus and the different security conferences that I've been going to. And I keep getting a lot of DMs asking me if I'm going to be leaving, you know, Jupiter Broadcasting and heading in that direction. So I wanted to, you know, let everybody know I'm not going anywhere. I just have the blessing of being able to kind of play with my passion and discover new things. But the next question that I'm getting all of the time is, how do I do the same thing, Elle? How do I get into security? How do I transition from being an admin or, you know, working as a developer to working in the security field. And it so happens that I once again have a friend who can maybe shed some light on how that can happen. You see, my friend Lou has recently transitioned to working as a security analyst at Rackspace. So I invited him here today to tell us a little bit about his journey and how he got where he is now. Lou, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: And thank you for having me.
0: Would you mind telling everybody a little bit about what a security analyst is? You know, what is it that you do on your day-to-day? Well, that's a great question.
1: Uh, security analyst is a pretty generic term uh, throughout the industry. It can mean a lot of different things at a lot of different companies. Uh, in my day-to-day, I spend a good chunk of my time uh, handling uh, instant escalations and uh, responding to security alerts.
0: This is your now, but you know, this isn't the job that you started out in the tech world with. How did you, I guess, get started in the tech field? So I
1: started uh, in the tech field uh, back in 2011 uh, when I was in college. I, uh, f- I found an internship and uh, I started working as a quality assurance uh, engineer at a tech startup that built mobile applications for uh, focusing around the text-to-speech technology.
0: I guess I'm missing a bridge. You know, how did you go from, hey, this is what I'm doing to, I should work as a security analyst. Like, no big deal.
1: (laughs) Sure, yeah. Well, uh, you know, in the last eight years, I guess, um, I've changed jobs a couple of times and each time moved... Closer to uh, systems administration, uh, up until uh, 2015, when I I got a job at a tech company that did uh, managed hosting and managed AWS and managed Azure. And if you were willing to pay them money, they would They would manage your refrigerator for you.
0: Um, (laughs) I think I've worked at that company.
1: (laughs) Well, so that was a company called Datapipe, headquartered in New Jersey, and that's where I lived for for my whole life up until uh, this past February. Uh, I applied to a job at Rackspace as a security analyst, and I... Seem to impress enough people in the interview process that I moved down here, uh, 1800 miles or so, to San Antonio and have been working in the uh, Rackspace Cybersecurity Operations Center uh, since February.
0: It, It always amazes me when I hear web admins or just system admins ask me, you know, well, how do I get started in security? Because I feel that a lot of what we did as admins was security work. You know, we worked with firewall configurations, we worked with applications and trying to make sure we might even didn't try to make sure that they weren't compromised, but we would definitely see indicators if they were. Did you find the transition to be kind of simple because of that? Or am I oversimplifying, you know, the transition?
1: I I think you're spot on. That is definitely a very large portion of what a, a good sysadmin is doing. Um, you know, the, when they're working on a server and they, they notice, hey, this is weird, there's, you know, Bash running as a child of, of the web server, um, that's not normal. Um, that sort of security mindset in the systems administration work is what makes it so easy, I think, to transition over um, So there's definitely other things in addition to, you know, how does this system work that is important in the day-to-day work of a security analyst, but it's a big chunk of it.
0: Are there things you wish you knew coming into the security field that you hadn't really encountered before in your past work?
1: Yeah, you know, I'll be totally honest and I I feel like it's sacrilegious to say this here, but, you know, I wish I had not... Totally sworn off Windows uh, so much for so long.
0: Why is that? Do you just encounter a lot of it in in your work now?
1: Yeah. So in my work, the cybersecurity operations center at Rackspace kind of uh, straddles uh, a couple lines. Uh, in addition to in protecting the company internally, and you know doing phishing response and all of our internal servers and every user's endpoint. Um, we offer ourselves as a, a, a security operations center as a service to customers uh, that, that are, are looking for the, this sort of security service. And we don't get to choose you know, how they're running their applications and their services. It's almost a 50-50 split between various Linux flavors and various ages of of Windows. And there's some easy stuff to remember. You know, uh, scheduled tasks in Windows are a lot like uh, cron jobs. But how... Things hook into the Windows kernel is and how you would find that is a lot different than on Linux. And that was really where I uh, stumbled and struggled a little uh, getting started in security.
0: So if you have some of these folks who are perhaps working quality assurance or maybe somebody who's a you know junior sysad who's going, you know, I, I want to take that next step. And these are the people that are reaching out to me. What advice would you give them?
1: I think the best part about security, and if you're already asking yourself if security might be right for you, uh, you might already be on the right track, uh, is that there's so much learning to be done. It's kind of a marketing buzzword, but uh, the phrase "ever-changing threat landscape" is something <laughs> that, uh, you know, it, we hear it over and over and over. And part of that is because it's true. Um, You know, every day we get a new report from FireEye or the Department of Homeland Security or CrowdStrike or one of these other security companies. Or we're finding these things ourselves about new ways that attackers are looking to compromise your environment. I just realized that barely answered the question.
0: No, you know what? It, I, it's fair because it's a really complicated question. And I'm just sitting here <laughs> listening to you and just picking up on key terms. One of the things that I did or I'm doing right now is getting my Security Plus. And it's not so much that I want the cert. It's that I feel that I have to learn the language of security to be able to understand what people are talking about. There's
1: definitely some degree of that. Yeah. And i mean we we spoke a little uh yet, what yesterday about uh the security plus you know i have I'm going to school in my off time, and uh one of the classes I need to get the security plus certification and uh you know i I work in security, I should be able to take this no problem right so i uh I took the practice test and uh you know i I did pretty well, but there were certain questions where you know they they referred to a packet capture device running something like snort as a protocol analyzer, uh, which is certainly one way to describe that, but is not a a normal uh, term I would use to describe that technology, so there's definitely a lot to learn. The terminology seems to be different no matter what you know everyone has their own words for certain things Uh, if you go take a sans class you're going to hear something phrased a little bit different than what CompTIA is going to teach you and that's going to be you know a little bit different than uh, eLearn security uh, which is going to be a little bit different than maybe what the instructor at Linux Academy is saying.
0: Makes me think of a networking field where different vendors have different names for the exact same thing.
1: Yes, exactly. The, the difference between a port channel in HP ProCurve switching and Cisco Catalyst switching is really big, but, uh, you know, it's the same word.
0: Wes, the more that we talk to people in security, the more that I realize that every time we ask a question and they say, I'm studying, I'm currently learning, I'm enrolled in, Yeah, it's a really inquisitive mind. I suppose you probably need that, right? There's always new angles of attack in the security field. Yeah, well, so that's
1: definitely part of it. And that's, you know, one of the things that has motivated me to keep going. Uh, but, you know, earlier when, when I mentioned my very first internship in 2011, um, I never actually finished that college degree. I stopped and started a couple of times, but between having to work to To afford school and then, you know, not having the time for school because I was working. Uh, you know, I, in the last year and a half, have, have went back and I transferred all of my credits and went back to school. At this point, really, just so that I can say I've finished a bachelor's degree, even though, you know, I've got a bachelor's degree and a half worth of classes I've attended.
0: When we were at Texas Cyber Summit, I think we both attended um, Ali's talk that was from, you know, dropout to engineer. And the more that I talk to people in the security field, I find that it is a very, I don't want to say forgiving field, but it's a field that is very accepting of different backgrounds. And I think that a lot of people's life experiences is what kind of drives them to go into security. It's that inquisitive mind, that inability to sit still, not being able to focus on one thing seems to be an asset in the security field more than anywhere else.
1: (laughs) There's definitely an element of truth there. When it comes time to it, you do have to be able to sit down and focus on a certain thing, at least for a little while. Um, But yeah, you know, uh, my colleagues, some of them come from a Linux sysad background. Some come from a Windows admin background, some, some used to work on firewalls and switches. I think the, the drive to learn and that inquisitiveness, that, that always wanting to learn more uh, is, is the thing that all of us have in common and is what we really look for when we're looking for new people to add to the team.
0: I know that people are going to probably want to reach out and ask you a little bit more about you know, your story, how you got started, maybe ask your advice. What's the best way for them to be able to reach you?
1: You can find me on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter DMs are wide open. Uh, it's at L-J-S-T-E-L-L-A. That's uh, Lima, Juliet, Sierra, Tango, Echo, Lima, Lima, Alpha. And just, you know, uh, send me a message. I, I try to get back to everyone, anyone that sends me a message. Um, it might take me a day or two. Uh, work is pretty crazy, but that would be where to find me.
0: All right, Wes. Well, I guess you and I need to be going ourselves and maybe take some time to learn that military alphabet. <laughs> it's about time that we do. If others are curious, we'll, of course, have links to the stuff we talked about over at extras.show.